0: You better watch out, you better not whine, you better not shout, don't give me that line, or Krampus will be coming for you. He doesn't need a list, he won't check it twice, I already told him about your secret vice, cause Krampus will be coming for you. He's watching through your phone, and peeking in your bed, He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good or end up dead. Woo! You better watch out, you better not whine, you better not shout, don't give me that line. For Krampus comes for you tonight. All right, everybody. Welcome to Coyote Tales. I am your host, Donna Shannon. And today we are talking all about the holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas 2021. Aw, isn't it just so wonderful and festive? I know, I know. So today I'm gonna share with you some of our own Christmas traditions, holiday traditions, you know, as well as talk about, and then give you some informative information about details of the holiday you may not have realized before. In particular, I want to tell you all about my favorite character when it comes to the holidays. No, it's not Santa Claus, and definitely it's not that, Fucking whiny shit, Rudolph. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. Okay. Don't let me go off on the Rudolph rant, because you know, that's really the story of bullies. And as a kid who was bullied a lot, you know, everybody treats him like shit, including Santa Claus, until they want him from. Unless they want something from him. And isn't that just typical of fucking bullies? Screw them all. I wouldn't have saved him in the snowstorm. It's like, fuck you. You treat me like shit. Now that I can help you, oh you're all about me? Screw you, all of y'all. I'm just gonna fuck off with the rest of these toys nobody else wants. Anyways, nope. I'm not talking about Rudolph. I'm talking, of course, about Krampus. The Christmas demon. Oh, how sweet. So for those of you who don't know anything or don't know very much about Krampus, Krampus probably originated in Germany and instead of being like Santa Claus who gives rewards to the good children Krampus is actually there to beat the shit out of the kids who don't behave well in some cases Krampus will actually pick up the kids throw them in a bag wrap them up in chains carry them off down to hell to either hang out in hell with him and his mom hell or eat them just flat-out fucking eat them yeah nothing more merry than that and uh, you got to admire the germans on that one it's just like could that be more german i mean americans we're trying to bribe our children to behave but germans are like no bad kids will be carried off beaten sometimes eaten so if you don't behave i don't have time for your shit. yeah that's a pretty german attitude yeah so anyways other few facts you might not know about Krampus is the December fifth is technically the official day for Krampus, so Krampus Nacht, which means Krampus Night in German, uh, and that's when he's gonna show up and evaluate these kids, beat the crap out of them, and possibly take them away. Hmm, not a very nice guy, but very effective. I know that to, at some point my kids were like, eh toys hmm who cares about toys i would really rather do whatever the hell i want yeah so that's not a great thing there is another part of the krampus festivities that not people many people here in the united states knows about which is called krampus lauf which means krampus run this one is all for the adults so what happens is it's typically men and it's kind of like a parade and if you're thinking, oh, how sweet, a lovely holiday parade, get the kids in the holiday tradition. No, <laughs> no, it's more about scaring the shit out of kids while getting drunk, while running around dressed like a demon. You're like, what? Yeah, that's exactly what happens. So the men get all dressed up as Krampus. I'm assuring Wim and other non-binaries would enjoy doing this as well. Uh, you get trashed. You run down the street, you scare spectators, sometimes you even chase them uh, while you're getting trashed. It's like, yeah, that's an a interesting, interesting holiday tradition. And while I don't drink, I think I can support that one. I would like it a hell of a lot better than the balloons at the Macy's Day Parade and the Saccharine uh you know, watered down versions of holiday songs and just blah. Uh, no. Fuck it. Get drunk, run around, beat people, dress like demons. Yep, that's the kind of holiday I can get behind. Uh, of course, nowadays you see Krampus is starting to appear in more holiday films, as of course the horror version of holiday films. Uh, I, in particular, like A Christmas Horror Story. It's got, like, my ultimate Krampus in it there. And it even has the epic duel between Santa Claus and Krampus. In in some of the myths, Krampus and Santa Claus kind of work together. In other myths, there actually is an epic battle between Santa Claus and Krampus, which of course Santa Claus is going to win and stab him with a magic willow reed or something like that. I forget what. Probably an evergreen or some shit. Because of course, It's the holidays, and now maybe, maybe that's why you have that dead tree in your house. So just in case Krampus shows up, you can rip a branch off of it and just stab him through the heart. Yeah, hmm. But I actually like my grandson's take on Krampus a little bit better. So when he was younger, and still, of course, believing in Santa Claus at that point, they were setting out milk and cookies for Santa Claus, because, of course, that's what he likes. And then Maddox decided he needed to set out something for Krampus as well. And, you know, his you know, mom is like, so what does Krampus need? And he goes, a beer. Krampus would like a beer. And Maddox's parents are like, yes. Yes, Krampa would enjoy. Krampus would indeed enjoy a beer. So, They left a beer out for Krampus and guess what? He drank it. Oh, he even left a special note for Maddox written in all kinds of scary demon scrawl saying, thanks for the beer, it was delicious. So, yes, just remember Krampus knocked, don't forget to leave the beer out for Krampus so you don't get dragged off to hell, beaten or eaten. Unless you're into that kind of thing. Of course. So speaking of Maddox, uh, obviously Maddox is 10 now and he's like, mm, you know, Santa Claus is not real. He actually said Krampus is not real and uh, how could you not believe in Krampus, right? Uh, anyways, but a few years ago he was helping us decorate our Christmas tree. And our Christmas tree is a little bit different from others. As you probably have guessed, I'm a nerd. So we've got all the typical nerd Halloween. Um, we have all the typical nerd ornaments, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars. I can't even count the number of Darth Vader's we have hanging on our tree. Things like that, right? We got a couple of the sports ones in there because we're the big hockey fans. But the other huge thing that we put on our tree are horror themed ornaments. Yes, that's right. We have a coffin. We have a haunted house. We have a Jason. We need more, obviously. So one year when Maddox was helping us decorate the tree, he pulls out the predator and the alien queen. And he goes, I'm going to hang these two close together because they are friends. And Ryan and I are like, well, not exactly. And he goes, oh well, I'm going to hang the predator by the alien queen because the predator will protect us from the alien queen. And they're like, well, not really. It's uh, when they're too young to see the movies, these relationships are a little bit difficult to explain. And God knows I don't want to be the one who hits the spoiler and uh, kind of spills the beans on it's like, what's really up with those two and humanity because none of it's good for humanity not usually no no we can't even get the short end of the stick on that unless you have like an awesome hero like Ripley to save the day so the other thing that is always a big deal around holiday time is like When did you actually discover the truth about Santa Claus? Now, if there are small children in the room, please take them aside because we don't need to spill the beans on this, you know, great conspiracy theory, right? But it is true. Santa Claus is not real. It's the parents. But at what point in your life did you discover that Santa Claus was not real? And how did you take the blow? For me, I was really young. It's kind of tragic, actually. I found out the truth about Santa Claus when I was five years old. You're like, oh man, what the hell happened? That's just sad. Well, what happened was this. My family was living in Texas. We didn't have a fireplace or a chimney because of course it's Dallas. Why would you need such a thing? And every year for Christmas, we had this fold out cardboard fake chimney and fireplace that we would set in the living room. So I'm like five years old, we're getting our stockings. Everybody's excited because, you know, Santa Claus has been there. There's stuff in the stockings. And I look at this cardboard thing, which doesn't even reach up into the ceiling. And me and my clever brain goes, Hey. This chimney is fake. How did Santa Claus get in here? And then my dad, the quintessential engineer goes, well, if you're smart enough to figure that one out, you're smart enough to know the truth. And he fucking told me that all along Santa Claus is not real. It's been them all along. And yeah, that's the truth. And I'm like, What the fuck? Why didn't you just say it's MAGIC? Ah, just MAGIC! Santa Claus uses magic to get inside the fake chimney to bring the presents to our house. And it wasn't even like good presents, man. It's just the shit in the stocking and maybe one marginal present under the tree. Everything else was already marked as coming from my parents. You know, just, just let me have a little bit of magic in my life, Dad. PLEASE, PLEASE. I always thought that was bullshit. But a few years ago he explained, Oh, there's a reason why I told you that. I'm like, really? What? And, you know, Karen's my older sister. She's like, you know, three years older than me. So she already knew the truth. And my dad felt I was saving me. He was saving me from further teasing by being honest so Karen couldn't hold that over my head and torture me but Santa Claus is not real and I would fight back Santa Claus is real and it just let's just blow the doors off this fantasy yeah Yeah. too much realness on Christmas just way too much realness on Christmas can't deal with that can't remember exactly what point I sat down with each of my kids and kind of explained everything, but James, the oldest, by the time he hit eight or nine years old, he pretty well had it figured out. Unless there was this thing that kind of blew the doors off on his disbelief. We were over at, like, the in-laws' place on Christmas Eve, and then we're heading over to the house and... We had been there long enough that he saw the news, and unlike the weather report for the news, they were tracking Santa on the radar, and James was all like, well, wait a damn minute. They wouldn't lie on the news, would they? They're actually tracking Santa with radar. Hmm, maybe this Santa Claus thing is real after all. So... We go home. He's got that seed of doubt planted in his brain. And then in the morning, there were presents under the tree in entirely different wrapping paper that had two, you know, from Santa written on the tags. I didn't know what was inside them. And he's like, holy shit, Santa Claus really is real after all. So the truth behind these presents was uh, you know, I was a single mom and I didn't have the greatest of income at that point. So we had gotten some donated presents from like Koanis or some shit. I don't even remember who. So that's why we had these mystery presents under the tree that I had no clue what they were. And uh, you know what, I'm totally fine with deceiving a child for one more year and putting that seed of doubt in there and possibly having magic be real. let's face it, we all need magic to last at least one more year in our lives. Don't we? Yeah. Don't we? Alright, so I hope you guys all have a happy holidays and enjoy the closing out the rest of the year and uh, you know, leave a beer for Santa, leave a cookie, or (laughs) maybe Santa does want the beer. (laughs) Fuck. Leave the beer for both Santa and Krampus. That way they can share it together, put their differences aside, and we'll have a little bit less killing on Christmas Eve. Until next time, this is Donna Shannon with Coyote Tales.
1: Donna Shannon's Coyote Tales is a production of Coyote Visions Productions and is hosted by Donna Shannon. Nothing redundant about that. The music is Coyote Strut by James Nay. All other music is ethically sourced and licensed from SoundDogs.com and EpidemicSound.com. And we paid for it, I swear. We can provide receipts if necessary. All the stories you've heard are true. Only the names, events, and facts have been changed for our own amusement. In the immortal words of Obi-Wan, So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Find all of Donna Shannon's website and social media links at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash Donna Shannon. Follow us and find out all about upcoming shows and live performances. Now go out there, enjoy life, and grab some tales of your own.